Today featuring uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, we've been talking about what a border hawk our president, Joe Biden, is. Wow, if he just get Republicans on board, he would he put the hammer down on the border and there wouldn't be a single person getting through illegally that we don't know about. Uh, he also kind of said something similar back in 2020 about Iran and the way he was going to uh, stop their shenanigans. Hmm. How's that working out so far? Uh, we'll take you back to 2020 and what he had to say then compared to what's going on now and uh, much more coming up in one minute. So we often talk about my pillow products and how they don't just change your sleep for the better. They can change your life for the better. I love those freaking slippers. I love the my slippers. I wear them all the time at home. They're so comfortable. Uh, my pillow wants to show their appreciation for your business by giving you one of the best sales they've ever had. Right now, you can get 50% off the my pillow 2.0 or how about 50% off their new flannel sheets and their six pack towel sets are going for $29.98 right now. My pillow appreciates your support and uh, they would love to show it to you. The sale isn't going to last forever, however. So don't wait around and, until you, so you can get on, in on all of these amazing deals. They take advantage of their free shipping, especially on larger items such as mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, dog beds, blankets, and so much more with the promo code BECK. To find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener's Special Square to check out everything we've talked about here and more on sale. Remember, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117 for these specials and more, plus free shipping. It's MyPillow.com. The promo code is BECK. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. How tragic is it that uh, due to a misidentified drone, we lost... uh, three troops in Jordan uh, just the other day. Three were killed, 40 more were injured, and it's because of a mistaken identity. of the, the, the They thought the drone was ours, which is why they didn't shoot it down. Apparently, they expected one to be returning, and it happened to be Iran's, and, and so we, got, uh, we had that incident instead. Mm. Also, who knew we had troops in Jordan? Do we have troops in every single nation on this planet? I'm starting to think we do. Uh, we've got them in Syria. We have them in, um, in Oman. We have them in Qatar. We have them in Africa, spread throughout Africa. We've got them in Jordan. Jordan doesn't even admit they're there because it would piss off their populace so much. <laughs> so they try to keep that on the down low. Which I feel like is unacceptable. I do too. Yeah, I if we're that's... if you're going to take our troops to to help protect you and your country, you mm-hmm. need to embrace us. Yes, not hide the fact that we're there. Like you need to be like, you know what? Who we're really excited to have here? The United States of America, because <laughs> they're a great country, and we yeah. love working with them, and they are very helpful to us. Like we need Wouldn't part that of be nice? part of these efforts should be a sales pitch yes. to the populace. That's uh, currently not how it's being handled, however. No. And that's why, I guess, some people around uh, the region are saying, nah, they're saying it was in Jordan, but they were really in Syria. So, I, I, who knows? Who knows what to believe anymore? My Have we ever told the truth about anything? No, of course not. But, it, you know, look, Jordan is an ally of some, uh-huh. of some level. Yeah. And at some level, they are an ally. And, you know, they wanted us there. That's why, they're, that's why we're there. Yeah. Right? And, like, we usually say yes to those things. 
But you can question whether that's the right policy or not, but that's right. That's why they're there. Right. Uh, but it's opened up our troops uh, to a lot of attacks. There's been something like somewhere between 150 and 200 attacks between our bases in Iraq, Afghanistan, and now Jordan. Uh, and this one turned deadly. Uh, they were Awful. trying to make the case last week that, yeah, it was just a uh, severe head trauma that our troops had endured up until this point. Just severe head trauma? That seems, it seems uh, severe enough that you wouldn't call it just. Mm. And uh, these, these guys are being, are being injured and attacked on a regular basis. And we've done very little about it. Yeah, it's been months. Very little. Months. They've been firing at us for months. And we've done almost nothing. We fired back a few times. We've taken out their drones most of the time when they've come to, to mm-hmm. us. But to give you the calculus on this, these are $20,000 drones that we're hitting with million-dollar missiles. That's not a great uh, way of doing this. No. Like, someone needs to, and I'm sure this is happening in the military, but, like, we need, like, a $50,000 drone that can take out the $20,000 drone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a little like, more cost-effective. A little more cost-effective because this is going to happen... I mean, you've seen the documentary, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, something has fallen. Washington has fallen. Something has fallen. Oh, the White House has fallen? The White House. Was it the White House has fallen? I There's been a bunch in that series, right? But yeah. one of them. London, the, yeah. the White House. What was that? Olympus has fallen is the one I'm talking about? Okay, mm-hmm. Olympus has fallen. Now, my knowledge of this movie um, has to do with the trailer. But the trailer of the movie, which is one of the uh, the big scenes, is Mor- Morgan Freeman, I think, is the president of the United States. He's out there on a boat having a nice fishing day, and all of a sudden, over the the horizon comes like a thousand drones that just suicide drone attack the president of the United States, mm. and lots of people die, and it's really, really mm. bad. This is a obviously fictional representation of this type of thing, but it is absolutely... One of the largest threats that we face going forward. Mm-hmm. They are tiny. They are cheap. Anybody can make them. This is not like, hey, we got to keep Iran away from having nuclear weapons because of, like, that is not what this is. Anybody, you can buy these things on the internet. $20,000 is massively expensive for a drone. There are also $1,000 drones that can do damage and have done damage. You put some explosives, cheap explosives on the side of them. We, we've seen this happen over and over again. People are, there's assassination attempts that have almost been successful already. And this one obviously is successful. We better come up with some way of dealing with this, not firing million dollar missiles at them. That is not going to be a long-term solution to this problem. And we better come up with a technological solution real quick on this one. But we've got people in office that are so incompetent. I don't think they know what to do or how to do it, frankly. I well, mean, I mean, look, we, we have diversity concerns to think about, Pat. Yeah, right. like what if our what are if there the enough people... representatives of the LGBTQIA two plus community? I don't in know. The military, I, I hope so. But I'm show, concerned so about too. it. Yeah, me too. How can we win a war if we need more... we're not diverse enough? We, you can't. Yes. No can. army in history has win. ever won a war without diversity. Right. And we need to keep that going. Like, for example, like let's say some white male comes up with a. $20,000 drone that can beat these other $20,000 drones. Well, that's unacceptable. I don't want it. I don't, no, I don't want it. It's unacceptable. I don't want it. I'd rather spend a million dollars every single time because I want someone if a queer from the or Laotian community came up with it, mm-hmm. or Laotian would be mm-hmm. fine too. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, trans, bi, uh, tri, pan, pan, any I want a pan form of sexuality to design my drone defense. As long as it's not hetero. 
as long as yeah. it's any other like uh, it, sexual preference. I don't want a male who's attracted to a female to have anything to do with the defense of this no, country. You know why? That's creepy. It's disgusting. And so are all of their ideas. They're creepy. They're creepy. And, and we you don't know need what? That. They're privileged. Don't they are privileged. Mm-hmm. They're priv- privileged people who mm-hmm. are given these jobs just because they've, they're have they white and yep. they're male and they yep. also happen to uh, attend uh, universities and, and uh, you know, get master's degrees at um, technical schools. But whatever. They're part of the patriarchy. What about a guy down the street who happens to be Hispanic and Jewish at the same time? Where's that person? Where is that person? I want that person. I want a a person who's both Jewish and Muslim. Mm -hmm. I want that person designing all of our aircraft. What if we had Margot uh, Margot Robbie Mm -hmm. uh, in charge of the entire military because she used the word patriarchy, I believe, 400 times. In, in the Barbie. Barbie movie, yeah, I, I'm a little. I think she's, she's straight. White, I'm, I'm worried she's white, she's white and, and, she and straight. Maybe straight. So, you're right. You're right. Uh, but I don't. I was not my ideal solution by Did any means. Did her use of the word patriarchy make up for her whiteness? So. It made up for some of it. Okay. Um, but you know, it's funny because uh, <laughs> uh, whiteness um, is apparently this huge advantage in life. Yet all we do is talk about how bad how it, is. it is, and yeah, that's strange. You know, I was thinking we about don't this. Want it. This is a little off topic, but it's tied to the border. We talked about it last hour. You know, the whole white privilege thing. Right, like mm-hmm. they say that ha- being having white skin is a privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're pr- it's privileged activity. You don't. You, it's unearned privilege. You you get these benefits. You don't even know they're there because you're white, and just mm-hmm. it's just part of your life. Same thing with being a male. Same thing with being anything that's not in the LGBTQIA two plus community. Whatever that whatever the acronym is you want to use today. But you know, I was thinking there actually is one level of privilege that does not get talked about a lot, and I'm serious about this. It really does exist. You know what it is? Speaking English. That is like a legitimate thing that if you you are a child grown into a family that decides they Mm -hmm. don't want to speak it, you are disadvantaged in this country. Until you learn the language, you will always be disadvantaged. It's the one thing that is real privilege, right? It really is privilege. As a kid, you don't choose what language you speak. You speak whatever your parents do. And if they don't go through the trouble to learn the language or come here illegally and never learned it. Yeah. You're right. You probably do start as a disadvantage. That is actually a... Like, if you wanted to really fight back against privilege, what you should do is massively look to teach kids who don't speak English, English. Kids and adults, adults. by the way. Yeah, Yeah, try to bridge that gap. And what do we do with nothing? Of course. It's not (laughs) a concern. We're actually... We tell people that they shouldn't have to do that. And we put up Mm -hmm. signs in their language so that 10% of the time... They can understand what's going on around them. Well, what a solution that Very true. is. Very true. Uh, but here was our president back in, just to give you uh, a refresher on where this president was on the Iranian situation and how upset he was at what Trump was doing about it and what he would do about it instead. This is uh, Biden back in January of 2020 talking about a president who says he wants to end endless wars in the Middle East is bringing us dangerously close to starting a brand new one. Mm. A president who says he Mm -hmm. wants out of the region sends an additional 18,000-plus troops to deal with a crisis of his own making. An administration that claims its actions have made America safer, Mm -hmm. in the same breath, urges our citizens to leave Iraq, puts Americans throughout the region on notice (laughs) because of the increased danger that now exists. Wow. I have no illusions about Iran. 
Really? I never have. The regime has, has long sponsored terrorism and threatened our interests. Huh. It continues to detain American citizens. They've ruthless, ruthlessly killed ruthless. hundreds of protesters. And they should be held accountable for their actions. Hmm. But there's a smart way to counter them. Oh, uh, what is it? To counter Iran. Yeah. And a self-defeating way. Oh, what's the Trump's smart approach, way? in my view, is demonstrably the latter. And yet, you know, while I mock his uh, slurred speech there, how much worse is it now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Wow. Plus, where is that uh, Where is that tough stance on Iran today after they've killed three troops and injured scores of troops? Where's that tough talk? Why aren't we putting the hammer down on Iran right now? We should be all over their bases, their, the Houthis, their terror groups, the uh, state-sponsored terrorists. And what we've done so far, a couple of airstrikes here and there that have done almost nothing, and they admit it. Yeah, they admit they, they're not going to change. I mean, Biden has said they're not going to change their behavior because of them. So, so well, what? then what's the point? What's the point? I guess the point, you could argue, at least, the point is to take out specific military installations, right? Okay, all right, that can help. It can help. But Apparently like, it hasn't, though. It hasn't. And you need to do more, especially yeah. when we're talking about these military installations being drones that can be right. that are $20,000 can be fired from basically anywhere in range. That isn't, you're not going to stop that uh, with this type of approach. And we are on the wrong side of this new emerging type of warfare. No and, doubt about that. And our concern is how many QQIAs we have in the, in military. the military. Like, I, I, that can't be the way this is dealt with. This, the military needs to... Look, you can make an argument about Bud Light or Disney or Target or all these things. And like, are there cultural reasons to push back against that? Of course. We've talked mm-hmm. about them a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you want to have a company that does stuff like this? You can do it. You might find, as Bud Light has found out, the consequences can be significant, but you can make those choices as on your own behalf as a company. Mm-hmm. It, when you come to the military, this stuff cannot exist. It has to be barred from the military at all costs. Only merit. Only. It can be the only thing. When you're thing. talking na- national security? Yeah. Absolutely. It is That's the only thing that should matter. more important than, than in any other realm of society. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. Even if you only have a few minutes to spare during your morning routine, it is entirely possible to keep your face wrinkle-free with Gen 90. It's the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles around the eyes and forehead, crow's feet, the laugh lines, even the chin. And the amazing part is that it starts working in just seconds. It's the perfect Valentine's Day gift for yourself or your Valentine. If you want to feel confident in the skin you're walking around in, Gen 90 is for you. It's the luxurious, nourishing, and silky smooth answer. You're going to feel it. You're going to love it. And you're going to see it feeling, you're going to see it working immediately. That's guaranteed. Take advantage of the Gen 90 Valentine's Day sale now at GenuCell.com, where it's included in the bestseller package. Why get all the harsh medical procedures when you can begin to de-age your skin right now in the comfort of your own home for so much less? Until Valentine's Day, every Gen 90 order comes with free shipping and a luxury Valentine's spa box. Now that it's, you know, not a lot of time, so make sure the deal is taken advantage of as soon as possible. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck, GenuCell.com slash Beck, a great gift 
for the holidays coming up, uh, like Valentine's Day. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. You, you brought up uh, Bud Light a minute ago, Stu. I did. Um, it's interesting to see what's been happening with that co- company lately. Uh, one of the things they did that I thought was really smart was that they hired Peyton Manning to do their latest commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if they had to offer him, you know, a billion dollars to do it or whatever the financial arrangement was. But uh, is there anybody more likable in the NFL or who has ever played in the NFL than Peyton Manning? Everything he does seems to work. Sure does. And uh, and so they got him. They enlisted him in this new, and Emmett Smith, uh, both to sponsor Bud Light. Well, you could tell how desperate they were. They put in yeah. Emmett Smith. Obviously, despite the fact he's on the Dallas, he was on the Dallas Cowboys, a legendary running back yeah. uh, by all measures. Um, but they put him in this commercial. He doesn't even say anything. That's right. All he does is right. seemingly throw passes beer cans. with beer cans. Yeah. And like, that's enough. Like, I don't know. Just get him in there. I don't care what we have to pay him. Uh, they've also done a Super Bowl commercial. So they're coming out and uh, they're really, they're swinging for the fences now. They're really trying to get back on top of this thing. And they've been trying for a lot of this, a lot of this controversy. They've been trying to get back into the good graces of their co- customers. It will be fascinating to see if they can do it. Just from a, it will. It will be. It will. It will be in textbooks if they are able to undo all the damage they have done. Because they were up to what forty percent. Yeah, forty plus percent drop in sales, and now so the- they were by far the number one beer in America. Mm-hmm. They dropped to fourteenth last I saw. Fourteenth. I, I think they made up for that, but. Well, they've been it for some of it. I know, the last number I saw was in the 20s as far as the drop, like, so they cut it in about half. Wow. And part of that, you Still. know, time heals wounds. And, yeah. And again, and people forget. We've made this point before, but it's like, it's not the most egregious example of this problem. The problem we're it's talking really about. Not. It really isn't. I, I, you know, the Dylan Mulvaney thing is irritating because they're pandering. That's that's uh-huh. what was annoying about it. Yes. Like this annoying pandering and, and this being mainstreamed into the culture is a problem. And, and we've talked about it a zillion times. The worst I, part of that was the, what was she, marketing head or something? The head of marketing yep. at Bud Light who come up, came out and really insulted the customers of Bud Light. Right. Calling uh, him fratty, fratty and, and all that, and like so, I can understand the pushback, and I can understand. Mm-hmm. But like, what's our real concern here? Our real concern is not an online influencer having a can named after, you know, with their image on it, on a product that is specifically designed legally to only be consumed by people over twenty-one years old. Like Disney is much more core to our <laughs> argument. Yeah, they, right. Yes. Like they're just mainstreaming this into cartoons for four-year-olds. Much bigger sins. It's from Disney way than Bud Light. worse yeah. than Bud Light. And Bud Light, you know, look, we've got the got a beating. And what's interesting about it is these people got fired. They mm-hmm. they seemingly have attempted to repair this with their audience. Now that does not mean that you have to take that seriously. It doesn't mean you have to believe that that, that it's honest. But at, at some level, I think there is an advantage to send a message to companies that say you actually can repair this. If you go down this road and screw it up, conservatives will boycott you. But if you come back and acknowledge mm-hmm. what you did was the wrong direction with your actions, and they've really done that. 
Have they not? I think largely they have. Now, I, I can for understand the most part, people saying, I, screw it, I'm never going to drink this again. It, it, there's a lot of people who are like that. But uh-huh. even even Kid Rock is back drinking it. Now, I don't know if they paid him a bunch of money uh, to drink it, maybe. But, like, there is an advantage in this, let's call it this, this, this uh, wing of the culture war, to send messages to advertisers that, hey, if you do something that is off off kilter on this stuff it doesn't mean you're gone forever because what happens with those companies if you send that message is they just say well now our only audience left is liberals let's cater to them and then Mm -hmm. more and more companies just do that and that's not any better for us it doesn't solve the problem it's better i mean it's in some ways better to correct the action than to abandon these companies forever if they actually go along with their side of it. And I, I definitely think a, a pretty powerful point was made with Bud Light. Oh, yeah. yeah. They heard it, that's for sure. Don't insult us like that. Glenn Beck. Standing up for what you believe in can be challenging at times, but there are basic things you can do that aren't so challenging. Things like buying from companies that believe in what you and I believe in. We were just talking about this. We need to stick together now more than ever. There's one company that was has been willing to stand with you and your values forever. I mean, ever since they've been a, a, an actual company since like I think it's 2012. It's Patriot Mobile. Their their mess their message is and their mission statement's fantastic. To passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. Does that sound like Bud Light? Does that sound like Disney? No, it's different. And you can find companies like this. Patriot Mobile is a great example because you don't have to sacrifice the coverage. You get great coverage and you get a great price and you get a a company that put God in their mission statement. When do you hear that? Never. It never seems to happen. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code BECK. Make the switch today. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck, patriotmobile.com slash Beck, or 972-PATRIOT. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9, live Eastern or anywhere, anytime you get your podcast. for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. I can't wait to find out who Taylor Swift tells me to vote for. Oh, yeah. Because I follow all of her recommendations. Oh, do you really? All of her edicts, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. So you voted for the Democrat in the Tennessee uh, Senate election back I in the day? To. Yeah, I you had, had to. Okay. Taylor she, said. Tay-Tay said? Yeah. Tay-Tay said so? <laughs> yes. Now, my daughter might actually take this advice. If she uh-huh. was a voting age and Taylor and she's Swift what, 11? Her, she is uh, 10 currently. 10. Or no, okay. uh, yeah, 10 until for another uh, week or so. Mm. Um, she uh, she might take that advice. She's She loves the Taylor Swift. She's got the Taylor Swift mm-hmm. posters in the room. She is suddenly interested in the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> like I have a daughter-in-law the same way. Same way. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. And that's great. I mean, look, it's fine. It, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being a big fan of an artist. I don't necessarily, you know, as a middle-aged or or 
maybe beyond middle-aged <laughs> white guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't fully understand, comprehend the absolute adoration there. Yeah, it's been fascinating but to watch. I don't, I, I don't begrudge anybody their adoration. I just wonder how it's it amazing. happened. It's amazing. It's textbook stuff. Like yeah. the, her, the... I mean, it's like Elvis and the Beatles combined. It seems it really is like up in those levels in that yeah. stratosphere. I mean, what I remember when we lived in Philly at the time when she first came out, she was I think she's from Reading, Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And like she like was at the point in her career where she was customizing the her songs for the local country station, like singing different oh. lyrics that mention the station. <laughs> you know, like she was right. at that period when I first started hearing her. And it's like, yeah, and, and, the, and I will say the best attribute, of course, of Taylor Swift is that she's actually an Eagles fan. Point, is just pointing that out and, uh-huh. you know for all the people who are like oh kansas city she's an eagles fan her boyfriend plays for kansas city okay that's all that's the only affiliation there she's an eagles fan it's the only thing mm. i can say on her behalf because I, I, I i'm with you i'm not a fan really of her music mm-hmm. i'm not really into the old taylor swift thing um i was i'm infuriated when they distract from nfl coverage to cover her like mm-hmm. especially in the early games i ranted about this on this show multiple times and i think times. they got enough negative feedback yeah. from NFL fans that they, they were really cognizant of that this last to weekend and they only showed her a few times. They showed her a few times a very small percentage of the yeah. of the game of course but like they were really doing it a lot at the beginning and it was oh annoying. Oh my gosh. Because uh, I, I want to see every play they'd cut to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, okay. Analyze the last there. play. Analyze the last play. Tell me what's going on. What do they need to do on defense? What, 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 right. are, did they blitz? They, what coverage are they in? That's what I want to know. I don't want to know what Taylor Swift's eating. <laughs> Okay, I, I and I get that, like, expanding the audience, mm. I can understand. Look, she's the most famous person in the world. You think about mm-hmm. it this way, Pat, like, if they wanted to bring her on the broadcast to make an appearance, how much money would they have to pay her in this weird hack of the system? Because she's in the crowd, they could just put Taylor Swift on their broadcast as much as they want. Mm-hmm. And look, I can understand why a television executive would want to do that. I don't understand why anyone would ever care who she's voting for. That I do not get. I don't understand the endorsement process from a celebrity, why that would work or who that would influence. But supposedly, according to this latest poll, one-fifth of voters would vote for the person she endorses. Now, can you believe one-fifth? You were about to say, can I believe that? And the answer to that is No. no, I don't believe it. In fact... You know, as a person who spends uh, an, an enormous amount of time reading polls and methodology behind them and how they work and how accurate they are, this is the type of question that I don't put any credence in. It's like, if you are a person who loves Taylor Swift, you're probably already voting for Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now, mm-hmm. the, like, can you imagine some liberal who loves Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift comes out and endorses Trump? Would they vote for Trump? Of course. Of course not. No. Right? And Taylor no. Swift, who does have her share of conservative fans, especially with her country music roots, has people who are gonna, who are, got Trump signs on their front yard, and then Taylor Swift's going to say, actually, I think you should vote for Biden. They're going to be like, okay. Well, you know, I, I wanted low sign. taxes, but now I don't. <laughs> I wanted a secure border, and now I don't. Like, give me a freaking break. Like, I wanted babies to live, but now I don't. I don't care about them. Don't I want care. them all to die now. Mm-hmm. I, and uh, So... It's like, if you are a person who is that easily influenced, number one, you're probably voting for Democrats anyway. I mean, this is how they win elections, and boys really, and girls. you shouldn't be voting at all. You shouldn't. I, I, Let's face it. Look, I, I know people hate that. Every time you say mm-hmm. that, they're like, well, what about our you're democracy? You're suppress the vote. I'm not trying to suppress it. I'm just saying, if you're dumb, mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. 
Like, also, don't do uh, brain surgery. Uh, like, I, I'm not trying to suppress brain surgery by saying that. I'm saying if you're an idiot and don't know anything about brain surgery, don't pr- practice brain surgery. The same thing with voting. If you haven't spent more than five minutes thinking about this and you're looking at Taylor Swift's opinion for to, to guide your vote, just stay home and listen to Taylor Swift music. Whether you're going to vote mm-hmm. for Trump or you're going to vote for Biden or whoever you're going to vote for, you, if you're influenced by a celebrity... Uh, you shouldn't be voting at all. And I will say, like, the whole endorsement process is overwhelmingly overrated. I mean, the only thing it really, the only place you can really find any power of endorsements is really party officials when you're talking about back end politics. Like, if you come into this race and you have two candidates that are close, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders is a great example of this. Hillary had all the endorsements, she had all the power structure of the party behind her. And while she still won that election, it was she had all the benefits of the the party pushing for her. Many of them made public endorsements. The money was directed to her. And Bernie Sanders had a really uphill battle to win that election because of that power structure. That's mm-hmm. where endorsements actually matter. The only other, I mean, like, especially in today's day and age, Pat, where you have a situation where everyone thinks about the presidential election three years ahead of time. And mm-hmm. absolutely is inundated with information about these candidates. The fact that you could be swayed by a celebrity endorsement is laughable. You have to have you have to be completely disconnected to the world for that to be effective. Now, an endorsement might matter, Pat. If like you're li- you know I don't know you're living in Utah, and your your local selectman steps down, right, mm-hmm. and. Uh, no one runs as a Democrat in this area because you're in Utah and it's a very red area. So several Republicans step into the race. And then Mike Lee comes down and says, you know who the best one is? This guy. That's the type of thing where you could say, all right, like an endorsement might Mm -hmm. matter because here's someone that I trust and they are deciphering between a bunch of very close people. I don't know. Do you know who really is good for your school board? (laughs) <laughs> probably not unless you know the person mm-hmm. right you go to people who might know more about it might be involved in that on a day-to-day basis an endorsement might matter there but it does not matter in the in the presidential election to almost everyone and if taylor swift is making you change your vote you, you should lose it immediately uh, you might maybe you should lose your citizenship i'm <laughs> I, i'm thinking maybe and maybe you should be deported Maybe you should be deported. Yeah. We'll to, send you to Somalia. We'll give Taylor an island and all of her followers can live there. <laughs> if if that is going to make you change your vote, you don't deserve it. Now, mm-hmm. of course, you still get it. You get it's a, it's part of the, your rights as a as a citizen, someone who was born here, you get a right to vote. I don't necessarily love it, but I don't necessarily have the power to change that. And unlike President yeah. Biden, I won't just put it in via edict. Well, it was bad enough when MTV did the rock the vote thing. Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, don't rock the vote. We don't don't rock the vote. If you, Why should more people who don't understand any of these situations, circumstances, issues, why should they vote more often? They shouldn't. If they don't know anything about it other than they watch MTV, I don't want them voting. No, and it's not even because it is somewhat motivated by the fact that they will vote incorrectly every time because mm-hmm. MTV is going to tell them who to vote for in the most subtle form possible Yep. or overt form possible. But like... It's not even about like winning or losing elections. It's about the process. 
right? Like if you yeah. if you go through the pro- like uh, look, there are people who go to college and study economics and come out thinking like Paul Krugman. I don't understand how, but okay, they do that. You do that, mm-hmm. you understand these things, you believe the left wing way is the way to go. You're willing to put up with all the negatives that come out of the, these policies. Well, all right, like then vote, vote for the person you believe in. But like the fact that like we would encourage people to go to the polls and cast a vote for t- on, a, on a subject they know nothing about. Why is that good? W- what's good about that? What, 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 is, what is virtuous hmm. about that? You go back to what the founders talked about back in the day. It wasn't like, hey, every idiot should go to the polls and make the decisions for everyone. Oh, no. no. That's, that's why they limited the number. Because, you know, they didn't, they didn't have communication like we do now. Mm-hmm. And so they knew there were going to be a lot of ignorant voters. Well, they didn't want ignorant voters. No, they wanted people who That's knew. why you had to own land. Mm-hmm. You had to be a property owner in order to vote because you had skin in the game. If you didn't have any skin in the game, they didn't necessarily want you voting. No. And look, there were there have been all sorts of restrictions on voting, some of them very bad. Yeah. Um, however, yes. the idea that everyone is allowed to vote and, and it, it is fine, it doesn't mean that everyone should be encouraged to vote. You know, uh, everyone is allowed to go skydiving. That doesn't mean everyone should be encouraged to do it. You know, like there's <laughs> right. just, it's like some of these things, yeah. like this is something that if you spend time thinking about this, you know, uh, the Ben Franklin uh, Republic, if you can keep it, is a, is a good way of thinking about this. If you... If you are actually in the game of caring about this stuff, and I'm not talking about watching a few TikTok videos. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually thinking, reading, Mm -hmm. doing things that would educate you as a voter. If you do those things, then go out and vote. We encourage it, even if you're voting against candidates that I like. However, if you do none of those things, if the highest level of prep you've done in your life is watch an episode of the Kardashians, don't (laughs) vote and don't feel bad about staying home. There's nothing wrong with it. The United States of America is a great country for you if you want to put no effort in. If you just want to sit Mm -hmm. back and, and reap the rewards and go to work and take in cash and have a bunch of really nice things around you, there's nothing wrong with that. You can live that life. Mm-hmm. But you should make the decision to not be involved in the process that controls it because you're screwing it up. <laughs> it's true. That's heresy, apparently, to some, but it's really true. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More coming up in a minute or two. Melanie wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, I was very skeptical about trying rough greens. I was sure my dog wasn't going to eat it. Boy, was I wrong. My dog loves rough greens. Now, he only eats the food that I put rough greens on, and he has so much more energy than he used to. Thank you so much. You know, your dog may not know that he needs more nutrition than what comes in as kibble food, but his body knows rough greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it, if it's if you've, it's healthy for your dog, it's going to be in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it that they have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. They're going to give you your first trial bag free. That's right. All you do is pay shipping. Call 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Give them a call today. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages.
I want to thank the one and only Pat Gray oh, for coming in. Fabulous. And he was fabulous. He was. And I now fabulous. welcome a surprise guest yes. to his own show. Yes, Radio that's Hall me. of Fame member. Yes, thank you. Lernberg. Thank you very much. It's Where's the little, music and the cheering? You should yeah, to, it's, uh, we can't actually get really people to cheer. That's why you're not in the Hall it. of Fame, and I am. Hello. Oh, and uh, Oh, there they are. Thank you. And a yeah, I'm a little late today. I had to go. Uh, I had to go to the doctor, and just in all, I just want to be very clear. And please don't take this as a bad thing. But I've uh, been having some struggles lately, and I got a diagnosis today from my doctor that I am dying um, slowly. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, you for, look like you're dying, but you're yeah, saying you're no, actually I'm, dying. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm dying, and they he said it could take about forty years. Okay. Could be, okay. you know, faster <laughs> than that, but it could take about forty years. Could it happen tomorrow? Could happen tomorrow. Oh my could gosh. happen at any time. But it could also happen in a yeah. half century. But he said there's nothing we can do about it. It's natural, and I natural? said, wow. wow. I always thought all natural was good. Yeah, you know, but apparently not. These apparently doctors not. are just giving yeah. up. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm having problems with my eyes again, and uh, so they're just going the extra step and and checking my uh, checking my eyes to make sure that uh, I can see I can see. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't have to jam the bright lights in my eye to. Uh, I could have told you. I, I I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. So hmm. anyway, uh, interesting. What a what a day. What a day. Uh, I know you talked an awful lot about uh, uh, Taylor uh, We did a little Swift. Tay-Tay. Yeah. A little Tay-Tay talk today. Which is always good. I wouldn't say an awful lot. Uh, yeah. We did one break on it. But yes, it is uh, it's a, a little yeah. bit disturbing. I think also the effects of the idea that maybe 20% of all voters are going to change their vote based on her recommendation. I, that's a, that's worth talking about. Oh, no, that is, I mean, I, I just think that is another sign of like, yeah, we should be destroyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. plug the machines. Wait a minute, you know? Taylor Swift's telling you how to vote, and you're voting that way. Hmm. Okay, end of Republic. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Franklin walking down the street. Mr. Franklin, what have you given us? A republic until Taylor Swift shows up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he saw that coming. I think, I think so too. I think so. so too. He would have liked Taylor. He he liked the ladies. Uh, well, no, I mean not in the way you're implying. No. No, he was not a he was not a ladies man. I thought he, he was. was. A, he was a bon vivant, but he was not a ladies man. He just felt more comfortable disrobed. <laughs> what kind of weird spin is this? He I felt more comfortable disrobed. disrobed. I I don't know. <laughs> I'm not up on my my Benjamin Franklin, okay. perhaps as much as I should be. Maybe, but, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, um, I was talking to somebody last night about, uh, you know, my theory. Which theory? And, you know, Michelle Obama. Oh, your Michelle Obama is yeah. going to be the Democratic nominee theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he said, you've been saying that on the air? And I said, yeah. And he said, Phew, okay. Well. And uh, <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, you don't think so? And he said, uh, give me the whole thing. And I did. And I, and, and, and. You know, he said, I just don't see, and he's a guy that would, you know, he plays in these circles. He said, I just don't see how that could possibly happen. But by God. (laughs) (laughs) I now think it's the most likely outcome. He's like, but that does make sense, Mm. doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So just get used to it, gang. I mean, 
I'm probably wrong. But I'd say get used to saying President Obama again. Mm-hmm. The Glenn Beck Program.